0: Get ready for the cowboy show. Lode-lade,
1: lode-lade. Yay. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. And Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and howl at the moon. Oh, oh,
2: Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airways once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. Too Slim, the man of many hats, Winnie Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventures. <laughs> Good
1: <laughs> Every buck a red and buckaroo, there's a place around the fire for you with riders in the sky. So come on and let's
2: ride. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And incredible. now, here are riders in the sky. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen,
3: buckaroos and buckarettes, and thank you, Texas Bixbender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. Well, here we are again at Riders Radio Theater, the 1,856th performance in our long and semi-illustrious career. And before we get too far down the trail, let me take just a minute to reintroduce Riders in the Sky to you, for those of you who've heard our show before. For those of you who haven't, this is your first introduction, of course. To my left, that's your right. As you gaze into your Sylvania this evening stands the young man who plays the bass in our trio. He's a Bachelor of Science and a licensed driver Too Slim! Yes, I am. Thank you. No,
1: thank you. God, thank
3: you. Thank you. Uh, I've really done it all in my life, Ranger Doug. Thank you. <laughs> and to my right, your left, the King of the Cowboy Fiddlers, Woody Powell!
4: You
2: keep your seats. Please, please keep your seats. I'm I'm just
0: a bachelor and I like to walk. And <laughs> the center of the, in the center of your radio, ladies and gentlemen, near the near the glowing dot there is uh, the idol of
2: American youth, Ranger, Ranger Doug.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And I'd like to introduce you all now to our orchestra, a semi-regular on Riders Radio Theater, Joey the Cow Polka King! <laughs> Let's ride down the trail with those yodel blues. One, two, three, four. Oh, the yodel lady, lady, got the blues.
1: The old lady, old lady, just for you The old lady, old lady And the sweetest little home I ever knew Oh, the old lady, old lady, got to low The old lady, old lady, don't you know The old lady, old lady And I'll sing the old lady 80 blues Away up in New York City They talk a different style Oh my God So busy making money Ain't got time to smile Well, it was a doggone cry I felt so hemmed in there I went on back to Texas To get a breath of air Oh, the old lady, old lady got the blues The old lady, old lady just for you The old lady, old lady and the sweetest of I ever knew Oh, the old lady, old lady got a blow The old lady, old lady don't you know The old lady, old lady and i sing the old lady a blues Yes, we're sentimental, feeling the way we do, oh, the old lady, old lady got love. the
3: old lady, old lady, don't you know, the old lady, old lady.
2: tune to this station for more of Ryder's Video Theater, right after this crash
4: commercial message. Friends, Dr. B. Baxter Basil here, MD, College of Eclectic Medicine, LDT, PCB, and member, National Geographic Society. And this is Mrs. Dr. B. Baxter Basil. Hello.
2: It's so wonderful to be able to share this moment with you.
4: Sit down, Mama. Friends, few people know that many of the most elegant and useful phrases in the English language actually come from the pen of William Shakespeare. I know what you're thinking. Who gives a hoot? I took Mama to a Shakespeare play once. All it was was a bunch of prissy boys and girls dancing around in tights without a lick of sense in a lot of them. Oh, it was terrible. It was disgusting. Sit down, Mama. Well. We thought a pox on the Bard of Avon as far as we were concerned. Then, when I was recently retained by Kemp Firelight Records to promote their new 8-track collection of a side of Shakespeare, at last, I got some insight. At last, Kemp Firelight Records gives a Shakespeare the average cowpoke can understand. Just listen to this.
5: Mm, to be or not to be, oh, now there's a question. <laughs>
4: Yes, sight meets back, and he's got the immortal bard by the tail.
5: Out, out, damn spot, out I say.
4: Out, out. <laughs> out, out. Oh, oh. <laughs> At last, no more confusing British accents with obscure references to sixteenth century England. Just straight shooting lingo that you and your loved ones can easily, easily savvy. Sounds I never was so bethumped with words. Me
5: neither. <laughs> <laughs>
4: What a thrill it is to hear the classically-trained dulcet tones of a great thespian reading the beautiful poetry of the immortal Shakespeare.
5: Oh, what light through yonder window (laughs) breaks. It is the moon. Oh, Oh, how lovely.
4: Sit down, Mama. And friends, no collection would be complete without...
5: Alas, poor Yorick. I knowed him pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let the dead horse speaketh. Oh, I (laughs) am fortune's fool.
4: This invariably, invaluably valuable, complete collection of the 8-track tapes is only nine ninety nine. But wait, that's not all. If you act at once, we'll also send you at no extra charge a companion 8-track collection of Elizabethan party tapes entitled, Belly Up to the Barge. Here is an excerpt.
5: Give me a double-double toil and trouble. Firebird and cauldron bubble. Down the hatch.
4: Our party guests will roar when they hear,
5: Oh, we have scotched the snake, not killed it, ye gore-bellied knaves. (laughs) Bless the biscuits and praise the hen. Throw back your ears and shovel it in.
4: (laughs) Supplies are limited, so delay not one minute. Order yours today, and here's how. Here's how to you, too, be Sit down,
2: Mama. <laughs> <laughs> to get your 8-track collection of a side of Shakespeare and the companion set of Belly Up to the Bard, have your Visa, Albanian Express, or MasterCard ready and phone 1-900-THE-BARD. That's 1-900-THE-BARD. And please note, this is not a toll-free call. <laughs> and now, here again, our America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. Yes. Thank you, Texas Bits wow.
4: Thank you very much.
3: Well, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes, this is the time of week I've come to dread because, well, <clears throat> this is the time that Slim always introduces our special guest. Slim, yes. who in the world have you got this week?
1: Oh, Ranger Doug, I've got,
3: I've got as a... As long as he isn't a banjo player.
1: R- right, Ranger Doug, I got a national champion banjo player. No. Yes, I did. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest was the, a champion national, national champion banjo player. By that, he I mean he hooked all of them at the big banjo off. And, And he's a funny guy, and he's here all the way from Gleason, Tennessee. How about a big Writers Radio Theater welcome for Mike Snyder! Hey! Thank y'all. Yes, ready to go? All right. Gosh, Mike.
0: How you doing, Mike? I'm doing real good. I'm proud to be here. And I thank y'all for that setting ovation you give me there. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Hey, let's all play a tune together. What do you all say? Right, we'll even a... have a bluegrass accordion break.
0: All right, this song I won the national contest with called Shuckin' the Corn. Yeah. <laughs>
1: silk. Gosh, Mike, it's a thrill. That, you know, you're from Gleason, Gleason. We've played a lot of the big cities in our country, but we've never made Gleason, Tennessee yet. Uh, how big is, is Gleason, Tennessee?
0: Well, it ain't too big, too slim. It's, a, it's about five acres. It, uh, and <laughs> It's so small that down there, four-way stop ain't but two ways it goes anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, the houses are just so far apart, everybody has to have their own tomcat. <laughs> Am I going too fast for y'all? <laughs> no, I, I think we're kind of slowing
1: down here, oh, Mike.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I mean, suppose you got a lot of big industry there in Gleason. Well, not really. About the only heavy industry we got in Gleason is a 400-pound Avon lady. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do. Uh, they, they is a feller in town that, that makes a. Uh, fly poison in his backyard there out in the little old house. He he sells it all over town. You buy it from him and take it home, sprinkle it around the house, and the flies eat it. And when they eat it, it don't kill them right off the bat. When they eat it, it makes them romantic, and you can swat them two at a time, you know. (laughs)
1: Gosh, it, it, it must be rough, a, a handsome guy like you living alone in, in a little town like Gleason.
0: No, I don't live alone. I'm married. I got a wife, and I call her Sweetie, and she's raised two miles down the road from me, and I drove by her house one day, and she was out feeding the hogs, and I noticed something about her that day that stuck out from the crowd. And... So, I asked her out and asked her to marry me on the third date, and me and her have been on the honeymoon now for six years. Well, isn't that yeah, great? Wow, I'm telling <laughs> you. Well, I'm about to get all worked up and ready to sing a song. That's well, what we
3: got you here for, Mike.
0: All right. Well, I, I'm gonna sing one about the chicken. Sweeties. Oh, boy, I
1: love chicken numbers.
0: Yes. <laughs> Sweetie sent me to the grocery store, and i seen what they've done to the chicken here lately, and uh, science has got involved in it, and it used to be a thing that was real special to eat on Sundays and things, but now it's everywhere, you know, and everywhere I go is chicken. I've eaten so much chicken, I told Sweetie the other night, that I come in, I said, throw the box springs and the mattress off the bed, I'm going to roost on the slats. <laughs> Just, This song is called, Look What They've Done to the Dominecker Hen. You know, we sure are lucky to be living in the world today. All this modern technology has brought us a long, long way. Why, even in the kitchen, there's been a lot of changes. The women's went to using microwaves instead of electric ranges. And I know that progress must go on, even with the things we eat. And science is trying to improve upon the selection of our meat. But some things can't be improved on. And to stress this point, my friend, let's dwell for just a moment (laughs) on the Dominicker hen. I stopped off at the supermarket just the other day I was told to pick a few things up and then be on my way, so I walked in through them electric doors and grabbed a shopping cart, jerked out Sweetie's grocery list and took off like a dart. Now, I don't usually do our shopping, so this was all new to me, but I was really making progress, boys, already on aisle three. Chicken was the last thing on my list get, getting so I headed for the poultry section just as hard as I could go. When I got there, I stopped my cart and I stood there for a while. I was amazed at all them chicken parts that was stacked up on that aisle. Used to buying a chicken, really wasn't all that hard. But they done changed that feathered creature that used to walk out in our yard. <laughs> Look what, what they've done, done do to the Dominick chicken. It's boneless, boneless now and skinless, skinless too, no longer finger licking. There's chicken tetrazzini and chicken cordon bleu. Chicken, teriyaki, these are just to name a few. Amen, boys! Ah, oh, chicken is a common thing, and just to prove my point, on almost every corner now, there's a brand new chicken joint. Bojangles, Colonel Sanders, Popeye, and Minnie Pearls. Son, this chicken business is a-catching on all around the world. See, used to eating a chicken was only done on special occasions, but now he buy it seven days a week down at the gas station. Sometimes it brings a tear to my eye when I think of our hallowed hen. The way it's been commercialized is just a downright sin. Well, they're cashing in on the Dominicker, and I know that for a fact. Why, even the folks up north is trying to get in on the act. The Dominicker's been disgraced in perhaps the lowest blows when the Yankees proclaim his wings come from a buffalo. <laughs> the bacon, the Dominic- chicken. It's boneless now, skinless too, no longer finger licking. There's chicken franks and chicken planks and fingers. Well, that's absurd. If the Dominicker had a finger, he'd shoot us all a bird. <laughs>
4: Hold it,
2: hold it right there, the hold it everybody, hold huh? it. Nobody move. Nobody well, hey, who move. are you? I'm our Sheriff Drywall Paul. Well, uh, mm-hmm. howdy Sheriff, what can we do for you? Well, I want to know which one of you is Mike Snyder from Gleason, Tennessee. I'm him. Well, you're gonna have to go with me, son. I, I've got a warrant for your arrest here.
0: Arrest? For what?
2: Well, I don't know that, son, I, I just serve the warrant. You'll, you'll have to ask the judge what it's all about. But I'll tell you what, I've been around here a long time and usually, well, along about the end of the show, you can figure out what it's all about. Now, come on. But I, I no, want to stay. Don't argue with me, son. Don't argue with me. Let's go. Come on.
1: So right. long, Mike. Thanks Hello, for being hi, on Mike. the show. How about another hand friend? Right. <laughs> Mike
0: no, Gosh, you know. <laughs> Gee, he seemed like such a nice guy too, fellas. I wonder what he's wanted for.
3: I don't know, Woody Paul, but then I don't have to know.
0: Gosh, <laughs> do
3: you think it's just another cheesy
1: plot device for Meltdown on the Mesa?
3: Oh, Slim, that would be the easy way, but it, it wouldn't, wouldn't be, be the cowboy way.
2: Yes, and you're listening to the Riders Radio Theater Network, coming to you from the Tennessee Performing Arts Center in Nashville, Tennessee. <coughs> <coughs> And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of The Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 12 of the exciting melodrama, Meltdown on the Mesa. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, the arch villains Slocum and Charlie have finally overplayed their filthy hands. Their downfall began when Charlie tried to rob the rider's big benefit show and dance. He pulled the robbery off all right, but Ranger Doug on Amazing Turbo quickly caught up with him and captured Slocum's lackey. I'll talk.
3: I'll talk. I'll tell everything. Slocum's behind it all. He stampeded your herd. He burned your bunkhouse, too. <gasps> I thought as much. Get on your horse, Charlie. We're going to pay a little call on Mr. Slocum.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, Slocum is not faring much better. Unbeknownst to him, Side Meat and his chip-powered hot air balloon has followed him to his hidden nuclear reactor. There, while Slocum talks on the phone with Mr. Big, Side Meat accidentally drops a biscuit that plummets all the way to the core of the reactor and starts a meltdown.
5: Oh, what the? Huh? Oh, Mr. Bigs, I gotta go. Bye.
2: <laughs> attention, attention, meltdown imminent. And as Slocum steps outside, a biscuit with his name on it finds its mark. Then a sudden updraft. Carrie's side meets Balloon away.
5: Oh, dynamic. Whoa. I gotta get out of here.
2: But before Slocum can make its getaway, riders in the sky arrive on the scene. (laughs) Whoa, boy. Whoa, Turbo. Hold it, Slocum.
3: Charlie's been spilling the beans. And what he's been saying will put you away for a long time. Yeah, and what's more, see, he built this reactor to create mutant prairie dogs that
4: look like cattle. Shut up, you idiot.
1: Prairie dogs, oh you
4: You are evil. evil.
5: You bet I am, it's a living. (laughs) You didn't know about this gun I had hit behind my back. Up with them, all of you, I'm in control now. (laughs) You hear those warning signals, we're all goners. The only thing that could save this valley is his 30 million gallons of cool, clear water. This thing's gonna blow and I'm taking you all to hell with me.
2: (laughs) That'll be the day, Slocum. Is this the day? Can this be the end of the Western world? How can riders in the sky possibly escape their impending doom? The exact odds against them are sixty septimajillion to one.
1: Good grief, Texas Biggs. What kind of odds are those?
2: Time to find out, Too Slim, as we finally present the final episode of the exciting Western melodrama, Meltdown on the Mesa.
5: Pretty strong odds, eh, boys? Like I said, there's nothing to do but sit tight and wait for the big meltdown on the Mesa. My hand! Ouch, uh, I dropped the gun! I oh, got it! Uh, I got the gun! Oh, Hands no. up, Slocum! Where are those things coming from? Hardy <laughs> boys! Side, side
3: Meat! Me.
1: Huh.
2: Just then <laughs> another sudden updraft. Carry Side Meat away again.
5: Oh. Damn it. Yeah, Gosh, maybe he'll make it to safety. Maybe he will, but the rest of us won't. Our chances aren't worth a... Uh, a tinker's damn.
3: <laughs> tinker's dam? Say, that's only 30 miles from here. Woody? How many gallons of water are behind Tinger's Dam?
0: Let's mm, see, Ranger Doug. It's a mile long, a quarter mile wide, and about 800 feet deep. Well, I'd say about 30 million gallons, Ranger Doug. Ride, Ranger Doug! Ride, ride Ranger!
3: Not enough time, Too Slim. This calls for the ultimate. You
0: mean you mean, you mean the the big number
3: one yodel? I do. But Ranger uh, Doug, that'll deafen every prairie dog for 30 miles. That can't be helped, Too Slim. It's a small price to pay to save the Western world. Ha. <laughs> Tell that to the prairie dogs. I can't. There's no time now, and later they'll be unable to hear me. <laughs> Stand back, everyone. Oh. Hit the dirt, everybody! the? My ears!
5: This is not my day! Ah. Ranger Dog, you did it! You cracked Tinker's dam in the nick of time! I don't think my ears could have lasted another second. Oh.
3: Thank goodness I didn't have to go all the way.
5: We're all gonna be drowned, you idiots, if the reactor doesn't blow up first.
3: Grab a hold of something solid. Okay. Not me, Slogan. Grab <laughs> hold of these ropes, boys! Side me. Thanks, oh. Sidekick. Hey, turbo, turbo! <laughs> Guide the other horses to safety on turbo!
2: And so 30 million gallons of cool, clear water roared down the valley and smashed into Slocum's reactor, cooling it down and disappearing almost as fast as it came. Turbo and the other horses reached safety. (laughs) And since Ranger Doug didn't have to go all the way, the prairie dogs weren't deafened. And as for riders in the sky, Hey, along with Slocum and Charlie are safe, dangling high above it all from side Meat's chip-powered hot air balloon.
1: Wow, that was fast. Where did it all go?
3: Well, as I mentioned in the last episode, Slim, this reactor was built on the old Will B Be mine, and there's a huge cavern beneath it.
1: Yeah, my
5: reactor's gone, but this valley's gonna be hot for eons. ha! <laughs>
3: Maybe so, but Woody, wasn't the old will you Minor mine a lead mine?
0: Right you are, Ranger Doug. The walls of that cavern down there are almost solid lead. It'll hold that nuclear waste for the 250,000 years needed to neutralize it. Of course, it'll need a cap of the hardest, hardest substance, substance known, known to man. man.
5: <laughs> Biscuits, you say, Ma? Give me $7 for flour and
1: we're in business. Ma. Oh,
5: side
3: <laughs> me. Oh, side me.
2: Oh, come on. And so, riders in the sky saved week Valley. With the reward money from the capture of Slocum and Charlie and the money from the big benefit, the riders were able to rebuild their bunkhouse, find a new bomb and row poster, and restore the herd. There was even enough money left over to build two new hospitals and a modern daycare center for working mothers. Yes, all was quiet. Perhaps too quiet.
5: Hey, hey, Sheriff. Don't I get to make one phone call? Everybody gets a phone
2: call. Oh, I suppose so. Hold on, I'll I'll bring it in there to you. Just wait a minute. All right. I'll just talk to
5: my cellmate here. So buddy, what you in here for?
0: Well, I don't rightly know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, I I was playing on this here big radio show and I thought I'd done real good. Time, Time come for me to go maybe get a check and the high sheriff come in and arrested me. I asked him what for, and he said, well, at the end of the show, I would understand. It's almost over, and I ain't got a clue. <laughs> Unless there's some cheesy plot device <laughs> going on here. You might be
5: onto something there. <laughs> here, here's the phone, buddy. Make it quick.
0: Yeah, uh, say, uh, Uncle Dave.
5: <laughs> How about a little background music there?
0: <laughs> well, all right. Yeah,
5: all right. Yeah. Yeah. That ought to do it. Hello. Yeah, Mr. Biggs, this is you-know-who. <laughs> no, I don't need the code, no one can hear me. I'm on the set of Hee Haw. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Biggs, time to play hardball. <laughs> Jailer, I'm through with the phone. All right, well, what about that banjo player in there? <laughs> well, uh, I'm through
2: with him too. Yeah. All right, son, you can go now. I just, uh...
0: <laughs> well, I just got a pardon here for you. Well, that's fine. I guess I enjoyed being on the show, boys. Uh, what about that check now? Well, um, um, that's all right. You just, you just go ahead and run along
2: now. We, we don't do things like that around here. <laughs> what evil pernicious plan is hatching in Slocum's foul insidious brain? Will it spell doom for riders in the sky? Will Mike ever be paid? Will R- Ranger Duck ever go all the way? <laughs> Well, you won't want to miss the next exciting episode in the ongoing saga of The Cowboy Way, Slocum's Revenge. Coming soon to this Theatre of the Mind. <laughs> and now here again are Riders in Disguise, Joey the Pop Cow, <laughs> King, and Mike Snyder. Yeah. See you next week, same time, same
3: station on Riders Radio Theatre. So, so long, long, saddle pals. It's been so good to see you. Farewell Saddle Pals We really hate to leave you But the doggies are alone and
2: round For more information and on Riders in the Sky The fabulous Two Slims Mercantile Or Riders in the Sky International Starry Fan Club Write right to Riders Radio Sky. Theater Post Office Box 277 so White's farewell, Creek, Tennessee satisfied. 37189 So long Saddle Pals On down the trail We'll find a bright
3: tomorrow Keep those